This is Damien Duffy Hates Everything, the show that lets you know when things suck hard. From the secret microfilm headquarters, deep within the earth, underneath Champaign, Illinois, USA, here's your host, Damien Duffy. Welcome once again to Damien Duffy Hates Everything. I'm Hates Everything. Um, no. I'm Damien I'm, I'm Duffy. Hello. How and I'm doing? Eric. That's Eric. Eric Benson. And uh, Jason, how are you doing? Oh, that's right. Oh, no. That's right. No, Jason. The running gag comes back around. <laughs> it's not really a gag. Jason's just not here again. But... Um... As far as we know, he didn't quit the show this time. Um, Supposedly, he says he's uh, what do you say, swamped? He's swamped. Swamped with some kind of with some work or something. Yeah, he's busy. What what I suspect he's doing is making a competing podcast called <laughs> Jason Pancoke mildly tolerates everything. Um, but oh, he could do that because he has a mic stand. Yeah, yeah. He uh, without Jason, we lack really the uh, the key component to uh, the show. To the show, the the the, the glue. The third angle of our Triforce, <laughs> if you will. Um, That's the fourth wall. The third man. Oh, yeah. Other number references <laughs> that have nothing to do with anything. <laughs> We're missing the mic stand. Jason, Jason isn't here. We don't have the mic stand. Yeah, so I looked online. Uh, I found a YouTube video of like making a homemade mic stand out of a wire hanger. So uh, <laughs> I, show, I showed up at Eric's house with this wire hanger. Just handed it to him, and uh, he looked a little scared. Yeah. A little scared. <laughs> Much like my wife looked when I was leaving the house just carrying a wire hanger. Yeah. <laughs> I explained that Eric is a little bit kinky. Oh. No, he's good at bending the kinks out of a wire oh, hanger yeah, yeah. to make a, yeah. a makeshift mic stand. Well, if you guys are interested at home, we can definitely post the, the said YouTube video in the show notes, which I guess is just the show description because we don't have any notes. I show. don't know how we even make this show. Yeah. <laughs> I just talk interested. into the thing with the light on it and... Yeah, our microphone has a red light on it. That's what he means. That <laughs> light is pretty shiny. <laughs> yeah, but on the bright side... Hi, how you doing, Internet? <laughs> I've lost track of this track. Even though Jason's not here, Damien, I think um, we have to give him a lot of credit for actually giving us the sh one of the show topics for this evening. You know, that's a really good point, Eric, and I have to say, uh, when he did send us uh, the link to this article online, I, I think... That might have been a sign he wasn't going to show up for the next show. I think it was just like a veiled, uh, a veiled critique. For the listeners at your house here, um, the name my of house. <laughs> Nobody at my house listens to this crap. Uh, the, the the name of the article is Ten Reasons Why I Do Not Listen to Your Podcast." Yeah. So uh, Jason sent Eric and I this article mm -hmm. called Ten Reasons Why I Don't Listen to Your Podcast." On uh, policymike.com. Yeah. If you're interested, Ed. We'll, we'll put a link up to that, too, cause, yeah. because Why the not? internet... We'll do something new. Childish Gambino reference for you. Okay, so, number one, it's not about anything. Well, clearly that's not the case, because our show is about many things. It's about it's a, many things. So it's about not. mic stands <laughs> and the lack of them. It's about... Um, Jason's random disappearances his imperfect attendance if you will sure it's about uh, uh, uh oh number two it relies entirely <laughs> on your amazing improv hilarity 
Okay, yeah, so that's that's problematic for us. And no, because, I, I mean, like, it's true that, uh, like... We improv. We, we Im- uh, you know, we improv, like, uh, 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 um, g- like, good. Like right and, now. And stuff. <laughs> because, um, the, the, th- uh, why, the reason that it's so, um, <laughs> number three. Number three is, uh, your show is too long. We don't really have that problem. Well, in the, in the, um, article, it's mentioned that, um, if the show is like 45 minutes long, the likelihood of people listening is... Yeah, we, we yeah. try to keep it much less than that, although it may still feel too long. Mileage yeah, may vary there. Usually around 20 minutes, so we're, we're okay there. Uh, <clears throat> no and that reminds me of the funny it, improv, story I'm improv... <laughs> the, the, the thing that I was going to improv is the <laughs> Number story. Number four. Number four. No prep. That's evident. <laughs> <laughs> what okay, are you talking check. about, Eric? They, they got us there. Um, number five, uh, reading on air. And then it says, and now a knock against the NPR body of podcasts. Listening to someone read is not the same <laughs> as listening. You just got what I was doing, didn't you? That's oh, sad it took you that improv. long. Improv. Uh, boom. That's yeah. why improv's awesome. Good Guys. Job, Good job. No problem. <clears throat> number six. Yes. Bad audio quality. Well, we've never... <laughs> that problem. I think that's due to the lack of mic stands, so blame Jason, yeah. the person so who it's sent actually, us. It's that's bad. weird that Jason actually sent us this message, and he's to blame for number six, which is bad audio quality. It's bad pancoki quality. <laughs> number seven, no editing. Oh, no, we gotta edit this. This is terrible. Like, oh, yeah. everything we're saying right now, I'd, I'd like to Improv, good job. I wasn't joking. I really want oh, okay. all this cut out. It's so bad. <laughs> we do edit on our show. Number eight, pointless video content. If we knew how to do that, we probably would. We'd probably be breaking that rule, but we don't know how to do that. Yeah, so, so we're going to learn how to do that just to break that rule. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine, rambling over your guests. Um, well, okay, so that's... Not really a problem because we don't have guests. No, we don't do that. So. We can't even keep our normal people here, really. Right? <laughs> In other words, so Jason. we don't talk over yeah. people at all. <laughs> we don't. We don't over talk over people even a little bit. Jason. See, I'm trying to do everything that they I, say I to yeah, you it's right now. But no, the funny, it's funny thing is, is number it. ten okay. is boring guests. Well, I guess we also don't have that problem. No, we're fine. Wow. I mean, so, like, what does that mean? Like, we don't have. Much. So we've uh, we've got like. Uh, At least you should be listening to our podcast. Because yes, because we didn't have all ten. Only M- mainly due eight. to our um, <laughs> the last two. We don't have the guests because we don't have guests. But we edit, so it was like seven. We don't use video yeah, content, yeah. so it was like we're like batting five hundred. Do you like high taxes? Do you hate freedom? Do you want America to die? The Democrats want America to die. But Ted Caucasian doesn't. He is not a progressive, liberal, Marxist, communist, socialist, Muslim Jew. He is Ted Caucasian, a real, true-blooded, conservative American, running U.S. Congress. Hello, 
My name is Ted Caucasian, and like you, I care about the core values of our glorious country. Slavery, disenfranchisement, and of course, going to war over taxes. When I gaze upon my beautiful wife Tammy and our two adorable white children, and not so much that one mocha latte child that we don't talk about, I fear for our futures. Obamacare, homosexual marriage, Benghazi, the IRS, coincidence? I think not. If you elect me to Congress, I will do what our forefathers did and battle Satan with my Bible, my crucifix, and my trusted 45. I'm Ted Caucasian, and I approve this message. Paid for by Ted Caucasian's friend Skeeter. Hey, we're back, and uh, I'd just like to point out that I... Did we get paid for that? I don't ad? know. That that's not an ad that I approved of. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm not a big fan of uh, the Caucasian hate machine. <laughs> I can't believe he's running for Congress. I I can't either. Um, I think he doesn't actually. He thinks Congress is in like Mississippi somewhere, yeah. which is already I think kind of a yeah. warning sign. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, supposedly we got some money for that. Well, we to... did, but it's not American money. Oh, that's uh, fair. it's uh, it's Caucasian land money. Uh, I guess he plans to <laughs> secede from the union once he is elected. He's elected from wherever state he's in, seemingly yeah. somewhere in the south. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of southern politics, except totally fictional and kind of ridiculous. House of Cards. House of Cards. Season two. Season two. Uh, several episodes back, we discussed the first season. In regards to... What we did, we, of, of Netflix original programming. Yeah, and we said it kind of sucks because there wasn't that much at the time. <laughs> well, that was before Orange is the New Black, and uh, it was right around the time that House of Cards came out. So. Yeah, and uh, we both sort of came to the conclusion that while we enjoyed it for a while, by the end of the series, we sort of just hated everyone and everyone didn't care. Everyone was the douche. Everyone was. It was a, it was a total douche, a pan douche, <laughs> if you will. A-hole times infinity. Yeah, so it was kind of like, fuck all these people. I hate them all. I said a thing at the end. We both said this at the end of the episode that we were not going to watch season two, and I've kept my word. I am a dirty, dirty liar. <laughs> well, I tried you to watch... it? Yeah, it? yeah, I tried to watch American Horror Story season two, and that was kind of ridiculous, and then... Mm. Mm-hmm. Tried to, I was watching Dexter for a while, but it hit season seven, and like his sister talks about wanting to bang Dexter, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, yeah. no, I think I'm done with this because that's also out of nowhere and stupid. Um, so yeah, I watched it, and actually, I did. I liked the second season better. So this is, I'm assuming, complete spoilage. Oh, you know, I'm gonna spoil all over this. I'm okay uh, with that. Good. Good, because here we go. Okay, so when uh, we come back, Kevin Spacey's vice president now. and He's vice president? Yeah, he, he ends up being vice president like the last episode of season oh. one, I think. I've or else they blocked really, it out. There I've was a huge yeah. continuity error. Um, <laughs> but, uh, actually, one of the reasons I like the second season better is you find out uh, while Kevin Spacey is evil, it turns out Robin Wright Penn is even more evil. Robin Wright Penn? I really want her to get back together with Sean. So you screwed it this up me... in that episode many episodes ago where you were flirting with her on the podcast calling her Robin Wright Penn. Mm, I did do uh, that. I stopped you. You stopped me. And you stopped me again here. That's what and I'm here for. 
you know, I just, I believe, like Ted Caucasian, that marriage is forever <laughs> and women are chattel. What, guys? Am I alone? Guys? Guys, uh, hey, where's everybody going? Okay, so, um, <laughs> I don't know. It's I, It just flows. Robert it does. Penn. It does. Robert Penn. So Robin, it, Robin it, Wright's her character is... Nay Penn. Um, yeah, <laughs> her character is awesomer. Well, she's not awesomer, but More she goes awesome. from being like just sort of like his uh, second in command of evil to like Satan, and somehow what? like I don't know, it gets all operatic and evil and stuff. Like at one point, she tells a pregnant woman she would rather her child wither and die inside her than get in her way or some shit like that. What the? I know it. It gets like kind of insane. So everyone is so. It turns out I just wanted it to go further with the evil, apparently. <laughs> well, season one ended and everyone was kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had either killed someone or sh- cheated yeah. on someone. And, yeah. So, um, like, the first season kind of, like, gets the whole killing thing out. Like, you're like, oh, that was a big deal. He killed someone. He, like, kills, like, another person, like, right away. <laughs> oh, God. She's like, oh, I'm just fucking killing whoever. It doesn't matter. Um, but the rest of it is just sort of a war between him and Gerald, uh, what's his name? Gerald McCraney, Major Dad. Oh. He's like some rich, yeah. evil, rich guy. Rich, evil, rich guy. Um, <laughs> technical term. Sounds I don't actually like... have a whole lot to say. Like, I don't know. It, it's super melodramatic, and uh, it's about as realistic as, like, Days of Our Lives or something. <laughs> but uh, I, I guess I got into it because it went, like, to a even more ridiculous supervillain kind of level. Well, so basically, the uh, characters were dicks in uh, season one, especially at the end. Yeah, but now they're like enormous, throbbing dicks. (laughs) And for some reason, that's more fun to watch. (laughs) So are you saying I should watch season two? Eh, it's all right. Welcome back. Uh, for our final discussion this evening, I wanted to bring back an old friend of the show, a man who needs no introduction, Zack Snyder. No, don't clap for that motherfucker. <laughs> Do not clap for that piece of shit. <laughs> um, does that seem a little harsh just because he made an awful Superman movie and an awful Watchmen movie, and I didn't see Sucker Punch, but man, that looked bad. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, recently uh, it came out on the interwebs that uh, Terry Gilliam, the director Terry Gilliam. Mm-hmm. Monty Python. Monty yeah. Python, you know, Brazil, 12 Monkeys, great 12 shit, monkeys, great yeah. shit. Uh, he had a long time ago been working on a Watchmen movie that he eventually abandoned because he was like, you can't make a good movie out of this. <laughs> and he was right, Zack Snyder. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, It came out that he had an idea for uh, the ending that was a radical departure from the book, but featured um, Dr. Manhattan going back in time and basically making it so he never existed. Uh, And as a result of that, all the other characters end up being not real people, but just like comic book characters that people are reading about or (laughs) something. Yeah, it's like some weird meta thing. Which, you know, it it sounds weird. It might have been cool, like, if Terry Gilliam made it. I don't know. He he pulls off strange (laughs) things, right? Sounds like a Christopher Nolan film or something. Yeah, maybe. Well, not even that, but more like a Spike Jones movie or something. (laughs) Charlie Kaufman. But 
Which, is, I don't know, I, I thought it was kind of cool. But uh, apparently Zack Snyder was of the opinion, oh, that's shit. And he had to go to the internet and tell them um, he was saving Watchmen, or he saved Watchmen from Terry was Gilliam. Was this recently? Yeah, this was like a week ago or something. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't been stewing on this for a long time. I mean, I've been stewing on Zack Snyder for a long time, but this is... Uh, he wrote like an op-ed piece or something? Yeah, or like he gave some interview or something, I'm not really clear. But he said um, to basically that he had saved Watchmen from the Terry Gilliams of the world. Which, if he meant he had uh, saved uh, Watchmen from being a quality motion picture, then yes. <laughs> yes, that's correct. Um, no, his point was like he did a, a faithful adaptation, which my argument is if you make a movie that makes the exact opposite point of the book, that is not a faithful fucking <laughs> adaptation. That book's not about how superheroes are badass and look at this naked woman's boobs in slow motion, then fast motion, slow motion, then blood everywhere, and oh, superheroes rock. That was not actually the point of that movie, Zack Snyder. No, that was not the point of the book. That was the point of your movie. I, I, I get too upset. I can't even talk about it. <laughs> anyway, my point is this. Um, <clears throat> if you're saving the world from Terry Gilliam, then I would like to get off the world. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> This has been Damien Duffy Hates Everything, available on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Drive safe and join us next time on Damien Duffy Hates Everything. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Damien spilled his beer. Damien Duffy spills everything.